Hello, welcome back to Encounters with Haunted Indiana. I am your host, Ashley Greathouse. And again, Haunted Indiana, we are reading from Encyclopedia of Haunted Indiana by Nicole R. Kabrowski. This book is amazing. Seriously, if you are interested in the paranormal, if you are a paranormal investigator yourself, or if you want to become one, this is a guide that you must have. It's a tool, I'm telling you. You can get your own copy at unseenpress.com. Please check it out. It is amazing. So as we were talking about last week with Mount Zion Cemetery, I do believe that I forgot to leave out or I left out what county we're even in right now. We are in Benton County in Indiana. Why do I bring that up? Because we have another stop, stop three that's next in this book that Melissa and I have been to is in Benton County as well. And that stop is the Witch's Castle. Of course, it will be linked in the description if you want to check out the full investigation that Melissa and I did at the Witch's Castle. But if you just want to hear kind of the breakdown, I'll link that podcast as well. Or you can continue to just keep listening because we're going to unlock some things that maybe have not been mentioned before, at least by Melissa and I. So let's dive into this. Allegedly, witches lived in the house and a group of townspeople ran them out. A transparent apparition of a seven to eight year old girl has been seen and her laugh is heard in the woods. She is also seen as a mist inside the home. She has long black hair that covers her face. Several sources claim this area is where Chandra Shar died. And I'm probably mispronouncing her name and that is, I am traumatized if that is the case. But this is untrue. Now, this is something that Melissa and I did cover when we did our investigation. That is not the site that that poor girl was brutally murdered by her friends. Uh, however, let's continue. In a small shack behind the home, male and female voices are heard. Many apparitions are seen peering out. Two investigators saw apparitions in the shack and its door opened. Two apparitions came out and started walking toward the investigators. Both of them, whether nerves or fact, felt that this was a malevolent force coming toward them and they ran away. Now, what is so interesting about all of that that's in this book that we... Some of this we were aware of when we did our investigation. We do try to look up these places and get as much information as we possibly can before we go to them. But this book has been so helpful to us because there's a lot of things that are in here that we were not aware of, but we did experience while we were there. So it, it's just fascinating to have things line up and correlate. It's just intriguing. Love it. Love it. Live for it. So across the road 
from this witch's castle, there is this little shack. There's a couple of really cute houses that are on just the river bank right across from it. In some of these, they did. They gave off such a weird feeling. I don't know if we reacted to that weird feeling on camera or if it's just something that Melissa and I was talking about while cameras were off. But I did say it looks like no one lives here in, in this one particular house across the street, but it gives off just a weird vibe. I can definitely recall pointing that out. So that's weird that I was able to pick up on the weird vibe, but also the talking in the woods and just the feeling of something evil. Yeah, definitely. We did experience that. And there was a time when we were using the Necrophonic app and everything that kept coming through was very like, leave, go, get out, not welcome. Like, and then it started being a little bit more threatening. It did say that I was going to fall, which as we were leaving, I did. I fell down the very worn and weathered out steps of the witch's castle. I did slide down those. I wasn't uninjured, but it was just weird that it told me I was going to fall and I did, or it threatened me. Maybe I was pushed. I, I never felt a force. Okay. But I did fall. That was not fun. Uh, there was also rattlesnakes in the area. So we were not able to climb further up the hill and go to the second building of the witch's castle. Uh, if you're ever, if you're close enough to hear a rattlesnake, uh, you're too close. So we did kind of leave that wood, that wooded area and kind of go back home at that, at that point. But it did sound when we were inside what was left of the first building, kind of standing in the living room area, if you will, it did sound like there was a conversation that was being had a male and a female voice just going back and forth, but we couldn't understand anything. Everything that they were saying was inaudible. Like we had no idea and we did not pick it up on camera either. So that was a little, that's strange. Normally it's reversed, right? Normally you don't hear anything, pick it up on the camera's audio or voice recorder, what have you. Yeah, no, we experienced none of that it was flip flopped, but it's definitely an eerie location one that we have said we would like to go back to maybe more in the fall, which yeah, that's if we're worried about snakes, let's go back during the fall. <laughs> that's probably what you're thinking, right? Right. I would. But yeah, no, it was just, it was wild. It was absolutely wild. And it's so sad because the buildings, the only reason why they are torn down to the degree that they are right now is because of people. Just people have went there and destroyed it. And it, it's so, it's so sad. That is one reason why a lot of paranormal investigators will not reveal locations that they're going to if it's not already a known location, because we're trying to protect and keep these buildings standing in the same way that they are right now. Part of urban exploring, which is not something that Melissa and I do, but part of urban exploring is you leave the building exactly how it was when you found it. You take nothing. You move nothing. You are only there to observe. And that is it. 
I wish that more people would respect that mindset, but what are you going to do? You can't control everybody. And unfortunately, we have such a historical part of Indiana that is just forever destroyed. But thank you so much. I I guess on that depressing note. Yeah, right. Uh, Thank you so much, though. Seriously, for listening. It means so much to us. Until next week, stay creepy.